She's a best-selling author and life coach, obsessed with helping women to silence their insecurities, build healthy boundaries, and fearlessly pursue the life and career of their dreams. Join her as she provides you with strategies and real-life tips to create your best life. Welcome to Fearless Fridays with Marianne. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Fearless Fridays with Marianne. I am your host, Marianne Rivera-Dannard, known as the Fearless Living Coach. Today, I am going to be doing a solo episode, which it has been a while since I've done a solo episode, but this is something that I have been thinking about lately, this particular topic, and I just wanted to share some tips and talk about why it happens, and hopefully it will help someone. So as always, if you know, you're know you listening to this on the YouTube or on a podcast, make sure that you leave me a five-star review on iTunes and make sure to leave me a comment, especially if you have found this helpful and so we can continue to impact lives, make sure that you share. So we are going to be talking about combating self-doubt and tips to overcome indecisions. Have you ever found yourself making a decision and then you're like, "Mm." you start thinking and like doubting, like, oh, am I making the right choice? Am I making a mistake? But that's where the thinking process starts. You don't go any deeper than that. So I want to share some tips as to why sometimes when we make a decision, whether it's to leave a job, whether it's to leave a relationship whether it is to relocate to a new place, to move, whatever it is, um, why we start let, you know, getting those inner voices um, to create self-doubt. And when, the more it happens, the more we start to believe those, you know, that little voice. And the issue comes in when you don't stop to pause, when you don't reflect and ask yourself some deeper questions to get to the root of the problem. So the problem is not necessarily that you may be making, you know, a mistake. The problem comes that there are reasons why this self-doubt is being created. For example, one of the reasons, it could be that you're still living in the past. All of us, regardless of who we were raised by, where we were raised, what our economic environment was like when we were growing up, have been spoken things into our lives. And some of those things can be negative and some of those things can also be positive, but too much of that can turn into a negative. So for example, someone that's continuously being told, oh, you're so pretty. Oh, you're so smart. Oh, you're so pretty. Oh, you're so smart. I wish that little Susie was as smart as you. I wish that little Johnny, you know, behaved like you do. That starts to create like that deep-seated belief that for you to get praise, you have to behave a certain way. So it's like that good girl or that good boy syndrome. And the moment that something happens, that's the opposite of that. All these thoughts come into your head and they can really mess you up, especially if you have not had the time and the guidance to properly process those things. So for example, when you make a decision as an adult and you're wondering if you're making a mistake, it's kind of like, okay, you're again, you're living in the past. You haven't really made a list of the pros and cons as to the reason that you're making this decision. 
you know, list those out. Why are the reasons that you are deciding to leave a job? In the at the bottom, you know, at the end of the day, and the bottom line is that you have to take care of yourself first and foremost. A job is gonna come, a job is gonna go. Everyone is, you know, everyone is replaceable. Sometimes we get this thing in our heart, you know, in our minds that no one can do it. <clears throat> Excuse me, that no one can better can do it better than we can, that we're irreplaceable. And I'm here to tell you that every single person on this planet, even the president of the company that you may be working for, is replaceable. So when you're thinking about being loyal, when you're thinking about your reputation, when you're thinking about, you know, are you letting people down? The person that you need to focus more on and that should be number one on that list of people that you may be letting down is yourself. You need to be loyal to yourself. You need to put yourself first on that list because here's the thing. For example, let's talk about a job or even a relationship. If you have the desire to leave for whatever reason, you need to leave the job, you need to leave the relationship, but you feel that you're being disloyal, you feel like, oh, am I gonna let this person down? Am I letting you know whoever down? And you're like, okay, I'll stick around for you know another 30 days, another 60 days, or things will get better. So let me just hold on just a little bit. Truth of the matter, truth of the matter is, is really not going to get any better because you already have that intuition, you already have that gut feeling that something is off, something is off in alignment, and you're purposely ignoring that voice. You're purposely ignoring your intuition that has already kind of like warned you and told you that this is not where you belong, that this is not the place of employment for you, that this is not the relationship that you need to be in, that you shouldn't be out, you know, at a certain time. Listen to that intuition. Listen to that gut feeling. This is something that women and I'm speaking particularly to women because that's like my audience, but it also applies to men. We have that gut feeling and we always tend to ignore that gut feeling. And I hope that I get some feedback. I hope that, you know, you comment and let me know. I would love to share. Have you ever made a decision and decided to ignore your gut feeling and decided to stay? What did that look like? Are you still in that situation? Did you eventually leave, you know, the job, the relationship, whatever it is? How did it turn out for you? Because for me personally, I have convinced myself that if I give someone another chance, if I try a little harder, if I'm more open-minded, if, if I try something else, if I approach it a different way, that things will be different that I have the ability to change the other person or that somehow magically the work environment is going to be, you know, something else. And at the end of the day, you know, it just didn't work out because that's not where I was meant to be. So again, we focus on the past, like these things from our past. So we're living in those. We don't make a pros and cons list. And then also the thing about it is, is loyalties, you know, and boundaries. I always say, especially when it comes to work, you know, the work environment, 
we spend 40, 45, 50 plus hours a week at a job. You don't have to love necessarily the job, which that would be an excellent bonus if you did love the job, but you have to be able to like it. And not just the job that you're actually doing, but who you're working for, who you're working with, who you're serving. And at the end of the day, if that's not working for you, if the if, you know the work environment is not fulfilling your needs, if it's not in alignment with your personal mission and vision for your life, for your family's life, your values, you have to cut loose. Like you're going to do more damage to yourself. You're going to do more damage to the organization, to those that you work with, to those that you're serving by staying in a place that you're not meant to stay. And I know that that may seem easier said than done, but me as a woman of, as a woman of faith, I believe that everything that happens, not necessarily happens for a reason, but that God has already orchestrated everything. And this very moment, this thing that is happening that we're experiencing right now, God already knows that it was going to be happening. He already knows that you were going to be full of doubt and, you know, have indecision and having that little inner voice, you know, talking to you. And that's when you have to pause and just ask yourself, ask yourself, number one, what will happen? What will it mean if I stay? Number two, what will happen? What will it mean if I leave? Number three, what is it about the current situation that is not aligning with my values, what I desired with my goals? And number four, do I realistically believe that things are going to change in the next 30, 60, 90 days? And as you're doing this, and also make a, pro, and number five, make a pros and cons list and have a sincere and honest conversation with yourself. And if you have someone that you trust, that you can confide in, talk to that person about your list. Talk to them about the questions that I just posed. Talk to them about your answers, your responses. And again, sit still and be still for 5, 10, 15 minutes and just listen to what your body is telling you. Listen to, you know, are you getting like that knot in your throat? Are you getting that knot in the pit of your stomach? Is your intuition, your, that gut feeling telling you, you need to go. You need to move on. You need to go. You have to listen to that. Because again, the longer that you stay in a situation and in an environment that does not align with your mission for yourself, that does not align with your values, it's going to create a ripple effect of issues. You're going to grow irritable. If you are in a relationship or a job, whatever the situation is, whatever decision it is that you need to, you know, that you're making, whether you need to leave or stay, you're going to not be giving a hundred percent because part of you still has that thought in the back of your mind that you're not where you need to be. And it's just going to just keep going and going and going. You're going to lose sleep. You're going to have aging signs because, you know, we don't get adequate sleep. Those wrinkles and, you know, bags under our eyes, you know, happen. And the last thing that you want somebody to tell you is, oh, you look like you haven't slept in days. It's really not a compliment. It's not a compliment. So 
think about it. This is a short video for today. I just wanted to talk about, you know, indecisions and why we do the things that we do. And I hope that you have found the short little video um, impactful. So remember to ask yourself those questions, make that to-do list, sit with yourself and that voice that might be telling you, you know, you need to go ask the voice because that's the inner child. That's the inner you, you know, at some point in life that something happened that triggered you, ask that voice, what do you mean by I need to leave? What is it about this situation that I need to escape from? What is it about this place that I need to remove myself from? And just listen to the feedback that you get. But the key to be able to hear that voice is you have to be still. Because if you're on social media, if you're busy, occupied doing something else while you're having these conversations, more often than not, you're not going to be able to hear what's being downloaded to you. So make sure that when you are purposely reflecting that you're doing it in a space that allows you to be free of distractions, remove again, social media, turn off the TV. And if possible, be alone, be, you know, especially by like a, a body near water, whether it's a river, ocean, a pool, in the shower, just let that tranquility and that infusion just get inside of you. Let it permeate your being so you're able to clearly and effectively make a decision that you are confident in. And one key way, I'll just share just one quick tip on how you know that you are making the right decision is when you have made the decision and you're not questioning yourself. When you are at peace with the decision that you have made, that is a, in my opinion, a for sure sign to know that the decision that you have made is the right decision. And again, as a woman of faith, God already knew that this moment was going to happen. And if he has led you to this moment to make this decision that needs to be made, he already knows what's coming next. And I can guarantee you that the thing that he has for you is way better than you even imagined for yourself. You just have to take that leap of faith. You have to trust your gut instinct. You have to listen and feel for your intuition. And you have to be still and clear your mind so you can be able to confidently and fearlessly and fabulously make that decision, believe in yourself, and be ready for what God has for you. So again, I hope that you found this quick short video on combating self-doubt and some tips useful. Make sure that you leave me a review. Make sure to subscribe so together we can continue to save lives. As always, remember, you are fearless, you are fabulous, you are a priority. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Fearless Fridays with Marianne. Don't forget to leave a comment, be sure to share, and subscribe so together we can continue to change lives. I'll see you on Facebook at the Fearless Living Coach page. Until next time.
Hi, I'm Kelly. And I'm Kelly. The host of Getting Real with Bossy, the real, raw, and honest podcast about small business ownership. We created Bossy to be a safe place to ask the hard questions and to get support that's necessary. With our experience, nine businesses in over 25 years, we continue to bear it all and share what we wish we had known. We move past the must-be-nices and start getting real. Come along as we interview small business owners and get the true story. Leave with another tool for the next time you feel alone on this journey. Business ownership leads to unexpected knowledge. What are you an expert at? Tell us at Getting Real with Bossy and subscribe today.